Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And we return for hour number two here on KDOM 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment here on the Mark Hoke Show. Jose Vellante. And Chad Holloway joining me here on the show. Very happy to have you guys coming along for the ride. Jose, what's up? Nothing much, man. Just hour number two, getting rolling. Remember, guys, if you're following the show, if you haven't done so already, drop that comment, drop that like, press that share. We'll go from there. Let everyone know what it is that you are tuned into today. Remember, follow the Mark Hoke Show on Twitter, at the Mark Hoke Show, and, of course, Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show. Follow myself, Jose underscore Volonte, and, of course, our guest, Chad Holloway. Guys, I'm excited. I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, Mark, you mentioned talking more about the Cody Rhodes situation, and I enjoyed listening to you guys talk about it from a wrestling fan's perspective. One thing I kind of wanted to say from a PR respe- uh, perspective is what what, what I kind of work in, in in the poker industry is it sounds like the fans certainly want one thing, but with what happened with Vince McMahon and the negative backlash, the PR of that, it seems to me... The WWE had a big problem, and that was the mainstream attention that was being attracted to the business because of the the lawsuit and the Vince McMahon stuff. So they needed a equally big thing to permeate the mainstream media to try to counteract that. And I think you know The Rock was their ticket to doing just that to get the mainstream media talking about something else other than that Vince McMahon lawsuit. And well, it sounds like Cody Rhodes is. And that whole storyline is beloved by you know the hardcore wrestling fans. The mainstream you know aren't as familiar with Cody Rhodes. Uh, I think I, I seen something on social media where you know when you look at Cody Rhodes's social media, he's got something like 1.3 million followers on X. Uh, he has maybe 1.7 million followers on Instagram. You compare that to The Rock, who has 17 million followers on X, and I think like almost 300 maybe. Uh, probably closer to 400 million followers on Instagram. Like that disparity there. The Rock is just such a big name in the mainstream by putting himself in this position, by the company putting him, allowing him to be in this position. Um, you do get the, that kind of mainstream counteract, if you will, in terms of attention uh, that kind of takes it away from that lawsuit. So I wouldn't be surprised that if between now and WrestleMania something does happen, like you guys discussed, where the story changes. But because of this lawsuit, because of Punk getting hurt, it seemed like the WWE needed to do to do something. And right now, you know, that was throwing the rock in there. But the backlash that's happened since on behalf of Cody Rhodes, like I just said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a change between now and then. Well, here's well, Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and say. I don't know if you guys saw. Also, just trying to add to that, there's so many people that hated this because they got so many dislikes on youtube remember the video that they did with what happened when the rock came in got the most most dislikes that they got in a long time not only that the video that was posted broke cm punk's record of the views within within 36 hours that from his return so i understand what you're saying with like 
you know, the mainstream media or, or the younger group or the younger generation. I just think that all true, real, 100% wrestling fans that have been in it from the beginning till now understand what The Rock brings to WWE. They understand what The Rock versus Roman is. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime match. I get the whole Cody Rhodes situation. I understand that. I feel for him. End the story. Finish it now. All of that. But is The Rock coming back doing this really that bad? This is where he made his name before he went to D.C., before he became a video movie star and all of that. This is what he created. His legacy is WWE. So for him to come back, for everyone that's mad and upset and all this backlash, I think it's a bunch of BS. I think we've got to take a seat back, relax, let it all play out and see what's going to happen. I trust in The Rock. Believe it or not, I think that this is all going to work out just fine, and I think there's just way too much overreaction. Well, I'll throw a couple points both ways. Number one, I, I do understand that, yes, The Rock is the mainstream star, and he's going to draw eyeballs. There's, there's no question about that. But it is funny that this is now the most disliked video in WWE history. I mean, that's pretty amazing when you think about that. Um, you know, and it, and Chad, you brought up the mainstream attention that it's getting to cover up and, and, you know, and this was part of it. It was to cover up what happened with Vince McMahon. There's no question about it. That was part of this play. But, (laughs) but TMZ, when they covered that, this whole thing, for example, do you know what, how they covered this? They covered it as Cody Rhodes gets screwed over by the rock. And then it's going to lead into why did they do this? And yeah. And and guess where it's going to loop right back to eventually. This this Vince McMahon story is way too lurid to just oh the rocks here we're just going to sweep this under the rug. I mean the, the Vince McMahon story is not going to disappear. It's going to keep coming up, and this thing it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. There's this is just one NDA, and this lawyer is not going away anytime soon. And apparently she's getting inundated with people coming forward to her. You know, she's saying she's overwhelmed. So, so any, any attempt to just kind of think you're going to take a paintbrush and go over this and say, Oh yeah, it's done. It's done. You know, Vince McMahon, it's gone. It's not, it's not, this is still going to be hanging over their heads. And for any, any st- stupid thought, that, you know, the rock coming out for a, a match with Roman Reigns is going to make it all go away is a misguided attempt. So I'm going to throw that out there first. Now, as for the situation with, you know, bringing in casual fans, okay, yeah, you're going to get your WrestleMania attention. Then what? It's going to go back to the same thing. And the fans that support you all year long, that go to your, that, that go to all your events, that care about this stuff, you know, yeah, you're going to you're going to sell the extra merch. You're going to get the extra views on Peacock. But you do that every year at WrestleMania. You know, you you pulled off a couple of years ago with Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling Kevin Owens. Great. But then you got to get back to the people that are going to be supporting you all year long. And the thing is, if, what happens if the Rockets boot out of the bill? Let's say they stick with this, right? What happens if the Rockets boot out of the building in Philadelphia? 
what's that what's that casual fan going to think if all of a sudden you know they say why is the rock getting booed there is a big risk on this if they stay with this now i have a feeling there's there's going to be a little more to this i think but you know who knows but i you know there's 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 points and counterpoints to this whole situation but you know i i feel for cody right now if if this is legitimately the plan i feel bad for cody so Mark, I, I want to backtrack real quick and just going back to the lawsuit and everything going on with Vince. You and I, last week with our guests, we talked about who else is going to come out of this. What else is going to be named, right? Obviously, you just mentioned the lawyer with all these people coming forward all of a sudden that her office is bombarded with all of this stuff. My thing is, we saw Brock's name less, uh, um, mentioned, right? Brock Lesnar's name got mentioned in, in this whole thing, supposedly, and all that. What other names are we going to hear? Are we going to hear any more names that... Is it really going to shock us? One name that, again, this is just social media. I don't have sources or any of that. But one name that I've heard thrown out there is The Undertaker. The Undertaker was really, really, really close to Vince McMahon. Are we going to hear him be a part of this, that he did something, that he was a part of all this mess that's going on? Like, obviously, the women and everyone that was hurt by this are already coming out. But who else is going to be involved in this that we still haven't heard about? That's what I want to know because I truly believe that there are way more wrestlers that have not been named yet that are going to be named eventually, Mark. Yeah, well, and and let's be very clear in the lawsuit. Brock Lesnar's name is not in it. It says WWE Superstar, but it, the implication and the way everything worked out that Wall Street Journal has basically come out and said it's Brock Lesnar. And obviously, and clearly he was not at the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, it, so... But again, Alle- so we, we should say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly that is Brock Lesnar. So, but yeah. yeah, but I think the lawsuit did say like uh, WWE superstar and former UFC champion. Yes, yeah. so it's it's pretty Bingo. clear. It's pretty clear that it's Brock Lesnar. But I will say that, yeah, I mean, if 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 Vince was allegedly using this woman to close out contracts, you know, if he did it once. Did he do it multiple times? There's, a, don't, you know, there, there's, there's a lot more to this. And you've got to wonder how many of these NDAs, what, what was in these things? What, what all did he do? And right now, uh, their lawyer, uh, you know, um, Janelle's lawyer is saying that there is, there's a lot more to this. I, I am, I don't know. I mean, I don't think, and and let me, and let me ask you this. If you want to get the point across and you want to try and get publicity for your clients, what better time to do it would, would there be than you know, right around say April 1st through April 7th. Yeah, that's probably when I do it. So I, this isn't over by a long shot on that. So yeah, there's, the guys, this is a massive web that has been woven by Mr. McMahon that WWE, uh, look, I tell you, if I'm WWE's legal team, I am digging into this as fast as I can and, and, and TKO, and I'm writing checks like you wouldn't believe. You know, I, I'd just be, I mean, <laughs> I, I would have a check printer in my hand and saying, okay, how much, and we're done. And just get this out of the way because the last thing you want to do 
is have WrestleMania 40 spoiled. Yeah. So. It, it seemed like WWE for a long time there was being very proactive in carefully planning things out, having these storylines that they wanted to sink some investment and time into and let them play out you know, kind of organically. But then all of a sudden, boom, you have this lawsuit. You have Lesnar get tied up in it. You have Punk getting mm-hmm. hurt. And all of a sudden, all these well-laid plans, you, you can't really play out as you hoped. And instead of being proactive, now you have to be reactive. And I think that's the state you see the WWE in currently. And when you're in that sort of reactive state, you start making some decisions that might not uh, be the wisest because they're just short-term benefits. And i.e. The Rock, right? And then you're seeing the backlash of that with the fallout with uh, you know the, the, high, uh, the diehard fans and with the Rhodes fans. And, uh, you know, like you just said, Mark, I don't think that reactive state is going to go away anytime soon with this lawsuit lingering. Uh, and that's unfortunate because they're going to have to have that kind of frame of mind going into WrestleMania and beyond. Mark, you and I talked about this earlier in the week, too. How much do you believe that this is going to affect the WWE. Is the WWE going to keep striving and it's still the WWE and it's not going to hurt them? Or is this going to bring them down and help other entities grow a lot more based off of what they're going through? I mean, there's no doubt this would have brought them down had they not closed this major deal, you know, this the venture with UFC and what is it, TKO. You know, if this was four years ago when it was still just McMahon's company solely, like, that probably would have brought it down. But now that it's part of a, a larger corporation and there has been the separation of what the, this is the first time in history that no McMahon has ever been associated with the WWE currently. Um, you know, I think they'll survive it, but I also do think, yeah, it's going to drive some fans to maybe explore AEW. Well, and, and I think one thing that is concerning to me is more, you know, employees, uh, talent, they're, they're going to want to make sure that they're protected at this point. And this reactionary state that you guys talked about, you know, I, I, you don't feel good when you see, okay, so this, so think these things happen and all of a sudden someone just, instead of staying the course and coming up with what would seem to be maybe a cohesive plan Something thought out, something that, you know, is going to be best in the long term. All of a sudden, you, you make this big jump and you screw one of your major employees over. You kind of, kind of look at that and say, you know, that's not good. I mean, Sean Ross Sapp had called apparently 30 or so people at WWE and every one of them said, this sucks. We're mad about this. Yeah, it's got to be very disenfranchising to a lot of these young wrestlers. It's their dream to come into the WWE, which has been around for so long. You know, it's the whole saying, never meet your heroes because they always let you down. So you're excited. These young superstars coming up in the industry, um, full of idealism to learn that the company they're working for and the man that was ahead of that company was involved in in such things and these allegations. And that's got to be very disheartening. Yeah, and... and yeah, and then when you see, you know, a, a, the the final hope that, you know, look, Vince is out of here. We're we're doing some things differently. There's a lot of excitement. You know, the people, a lot of people that bailed out of WWE to go to AEW because of things that were going on with Vince. You know, or, you know, it was like, oh man, you know, maybe I shouldn't have left. Well, now they're they're probably glad they didn't they that they took off. 
And then all of a sudden, maybe they have that regret because like, oh, he's gone. And oh, maybe I shouldn't have left. And now they see this. And and look, this and and this was the comments that were getting made. This is like this is a McManny kind of move. You know, this was a go for the, the quick buck. You know, this was the, the rash decision. This was the, hey, we're going to bring in the Super Cena. We're going to bring in the Undertaker. We're going to bring in the Stone Cold. We're going to, you know, grab the, the old time guy because we don't trust who we have. We don't trust you guys. We're going to go back, back, go back and get somebody from 15, 20 years ago because we don't believe in you. And that's, that's the message that if, if this holds up, and this is what they decide to do. That's the message that The Rock and Ari Emanuel just sent to the rest of the team. That can't be a good feeling. That can't. You know, all you would have had to do was just stick with Rock and Roman. You could have come up with a you know elimination chambers coming up. You could have had a great main event to determine who was going to take on Seth and built that up and you know put a really good opponent out there for Gunther. And just gone for it, and you know, now you've got Bailey taking on EO Sky. Great story there with how that turned out. You know, Becky and yeah, Becky taking on Rhea Ripley. Who's going to complain about that? You know, who's going to complain about that? If you wanted The Rock to screw around with Roman Reigns, Rock comes in, maybe interferes with the match or something like that, or, or Jose. You know, the idea of having him as a special referee in this one, yeah. great, great idea. Great idea, you know, and and look, hey, if you want to decide you want to keep Roman as the champ and screw Cody over again, which probably would have driven everybody insane, but you could you could do it and get a maybe get a maybe get away with it. Doubt it. You'd probably have a riot in Philadelphia, but you could have pulled that off, too. There's. But isn't it. Uh, I mean, isn't, isn't it time to end Roman's reign? I mean, no, no pun intended. I mean, if, if we really get to this story and that were to happen and then Roman and then someone comes in from the tribe and, and screws over Cody again, like it's the same story over and over and over again with Roman. At this point, I, as a wrestling fan, want to see something new. I understand everyone else. Well, you know, the, the tribal chief and he's the greatest. My opinion, he's not even the greatest champ of all time. And they're trying to put him on a pedestal as if he is. The guy doesn't wrestle that much. He's not there all the time. He's very non-existent. So it's like, how are you going to create and make this guy be the greatest of all time? I think this story needs to end. I think you need to create a new story. I'm not saying necessarily push Roman out. You've got to still keep him part of the whole scenario and everything that's going on. But keeping him a champ, I don't think is that relevant anymore. You can still create more storylines around him, around The Rock, around everything that's going on, especially with Rock's return. And plus, you said it earlier, CM Punk's injury is probably will put one of the biggest wrenches in this whole thing. So when he gets healthy, if he gets healthy, that can also add way more to so many different storylines. So in my opinion, I think it's time to go away from Roman Reigns already. Well, and I'll, before we go to break, I'll, I'll throw this out because this is, this is something that I, I pointed out a while back. Now, I know Vince isn't there anymore, but now The Rock is. Mm-hmm. If, if they wanted to... You know, WWE, in its current state, Roman Reigns was completely this group's creation. He was a Vince McMahon creation from the beginning, right? And if you go back through the history of WWE, 
Hulk Hogan wasn't completely a a WWF creation. Hulkamania started they you know he was there for a while and then he was gone but he started building up in the AWA with Vern Gagne and then he did the Rocky mm. movie. And then you know that's when things started picking up with him and when Hogan was when Vince McMahon raided the AWA and took all those guys away. Now he brought Hogan in and bam. But that's but Hulkamania actually kind of didn't really 100% start with Vince. Bruno San Martino was a Vince McMahon senior creation. Went out of Vince McMahon Jr. Same thing with Bob Backlund. That wasn't Vince Jr.'s champion. That was his dad's. Bob Backlund, man. Right? So the guys that are kind of ensconced in history ahead of Roman Reigns, not Vince McMahon Jr. guys. So they're, you know, I, I really feel like they were trying to wipe those guys out. I really do. So if Roman keep stayed the champion and kept rolling and kept rolling, and you could say he's the greatest champion of the past 40 or 50 years, there you go. You know, you, you wipe Hogan out. You wipe Backlund's reign out. You know, you're never going to get past Bruno's first reign, but you at least take the second one out, and you have a legit case that Roman's the best champ of all time. And 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 nobody's going to remember Bruno's reign from back in the 60s for the most part. So, you know, that to me is the rationale for keeping the belt on Roman. So there you go. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yep. All right. Well, we got to take a breather. Huh. Boy, lock oh, going on. Big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's other stuff going on, too, in pro wrestling, by the way. Believe it or not. But yeah, there's a little thing called AEW uh, happening. Yeah. We're getting, we got some, wait, don't we have don't we have some tickets to give away or something like that? Mark? Oh my gosh, sure that's right. That early. We forgot with everything that. going on. I got two pairs to give away, so I guess you know what we probably ought to give away that fair, first pair of tickets like right now. So what caller do you want to take? So we're gonna do caller number three. So let's do caller number three. It's seven oh two two five seven five three nine six. Seven oh two two five seven five three nine six. You're going to win a pair of tickets to go to AEW Collision on Saturday night, 4 p.m. at the Dollar Loan Center. So if you can go and you want to head on over to AEW Collision, give us a call right now, 702-257-5396. You can win those tickets. And then we'll be back with more here on the Mark Hoke Show. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. One zero one five FM K Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. All right, we are back on the Mark Hoke Show, and we want to congratulate Jason from Las Vegas. He's going to be heading to AEW Collision. Way to go, buddy! So, congratulations to Jason. Here in Las Vegas. What was that, Jose? You kind of cracked out. Can I ask you? Uh, sorry, your, your connection is a little bad there, buddy. How about that? Yeah, really bad. Uh, not good. Yeah, that's not uh, good. Worry, we'll wait. Yeah, you might want to go off speaker or something there, but 
Yeah, but uh, it's going to be awesome time there at AEW Collision on Saturday or Saturday night as the stars of AEW will be down at the Dollar Loan Center. It is going to be amazing, and and Chad with it being Super Bowl weekend, man, oh day. <laughs> as I said, it's going to be an exciting week. It'll be fun this weekend. I'm excited as I just seen some of these AEW superstars on the cruise that I was on, and so to have them back and then coming to Vegas, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm just excited all around. You, you know, it's it's a great time to be in Vegas. Yeah, and with all the, um, you know, everybody being in town for the Super Bowl, and Tony Khan's NFL connections, obviously, this should be a pretty special edition of Collision with so many different people being here. I mean, I would love to be in the stands, and it uh, looks like Jose is coming back here. So, sorry, guys. I know we're having a crazy, crazy show today. So, Chad, uh, give me a stall here and bear with me for a sec while I get Jose back on the line. Yeah, no worries. I, I, I am pretty excited to see if, uh, you know, with everybody who's going to be in Las Vegas for Super Bowl weekend, with collision happening, and as you mentioned, the Tony Khan connections to the NFL, do we see any big-name NFL players at collision. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to see any of the Super Bowl teams. You know, they're going to be busy. But there's going to be, uh, like, I've, I know of one party that's going on where Joe Montana, Warren Moon, and, and those kind of guys, you know, the, the legends of the NFL are going to be in town. So maybe we see them making an appearance at the, the AEW, which would be really cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be Mark, great. can you guys hear me yeah, now? Yeah, there you go. You're better. All right, all right. No, and I agree with you guys. I think there's going to be a lot of people. And first of all, if you haven't been to the Dollar Loan Center, that arena is amazing it's a great spot it's comfortable it's a great atmosphere the design the layout the way that they played that place out is great i've watched football games there. i've watched basketball i've watched hockey it's amazing so for a wrestling event especially an aew event when you hear people can they fill arena can they not i think it's going to be the perfect arena for them i think there's going to be a lot of people in attendance and you got to remember there's a lot a lot of wrestling fans when it comes to football, whether it's AEW or the or, um, or WWE, a lot of these NFL guys love wrestling. Remember that. So I can definitely see a lot of people showing up to that event. And what I was going to ask you, Mark, I want to give a huge shout-out to a buddy of mine. He is a huge, huge wrestling fan. He follows the show now because I told him I started doing the show with you, and he's been joining in, listening in. His name is Carl. It's his birthday today. Big up to you, my guy. Happy birthday. He will be at AEW Collision. Yeah. He said he's even thinking – of finding a way to convincing his wife to give him tickets to find a way to get to Philly, bro. He wants to get to oh. WrestleMania. So big shout out to him. Yeah, it's going to be two amazing days out there. You know, I'll tell you what, I would love to go to Elimination Chamber in Perth. And I know, Chad, you you that would be nice. You've you've made that trip to Australia, Chad. Yeah, yeah I have. I've been to Melbourne uh, several times. I never got over to Perth. I had the opportunity once but uh it didn't quite work out because of some passport issues so it would be cool to go to perth but i do know having been to australia several times that they have a, a great uh, community of wrestling fans down there and i think them having this pay-per-view is, is going to be big boy and with everything happening now how huge is elimination chamber going to be how huge oh. is that pay-per-view going to be on the road to wrestlemania where you know it just looked like a little while ago Everything was going to be completely locked in. And now, holy cow, this is going to be must-watch TV. You know, we know right now that Rhea Ripley is apparently going to be defending uh, her women's championship against Nia Jax. 
But otherwise, this card is wide open. And apparently, The Rock's going to be headed down there, too. So No, you don't say. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I figured he'd just be hiding out. But, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. But then, of course, AEW. Here's the thing, though. They better not screw this up. Because you already got a lot of dislikes with everything that you guys did with The Rock coming back. So they better not screw up the Elimination Chamber. They better make sure that it ends up being top-notch. Well, who knows? It's... <laughs> WWE, while a terrific company, has occasionally found a way to uh, snatch victory from or snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. So, <laughs> so we'll see. But I will say this: there is another potential surprise. You know, Jose, you want the bloodline to disappear and go away, but, uh, but not necessarily but, disappear. But, but there but, is there is a new name out there. That could potentially throw a little more, uh, shall we say, oomph into the bloodline. If okay, you, didn't, let's see if you, you didn't see this, Jacob Fautu is now out from under his contract in Major League Wrestling. He is a free agent. And now with Naomi back as well. Oh, boy. We, and. Of course, if you haven't seen Jacob, um, he's a monster. He is an absolute monster. You think Solo's a monster? Put uh, put Jacob Fowl two next to Solo. Oh boy, it could get really ugly, really fast. And I would clearly speculate that WWE, I would imagine, would be going after Jacob Fowl two in a heartbeat. Oh, could you imagine? If Jacob Fautou shows up in WWE at WrestleMania alongside Solo, and then Naomi kind of pops in and pulls the Uso boys back together. Oh, man. The potential. I wouldn't be surprised. The potential there is incredible. So better watch out. Better not cry because there's another foul. <laughs> there's another Fautou could be that could be uh. on the way to WWE. As Jacob is free from MLW, what do you guys think? Another yeah. another foul too. I think uh, you know timing is everything sometimes, and it's almost unfortunate that uh, maybe the timing wasn't a little better because with the Royal Rumble, with Brock Lesnar and everything that went, you know, Brock Lesnar was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, got pulled, and so they needed to find somebody to fill his spot. And if the timing would have been a little better, maybe they could have got him in there, worked him into the storyline a little sooner, but. Um, you know, instead it was Braun Breaker that ended up taking his spot, from what I understand. So. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what. Could you? I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Solo Sokoa taking on Seth Rollins. That's that really? would. Yeah. Why though? Why not? I want to hear. The, I want to hear this explanation. Hey, let's get it. What a, would excite you so much about this match? What? How about another bloodline champ? Hey, you know what? Solo is the is the heir apparent, right? Isn't he? Wouldn't you think so? Could Maybe. you, you sure? imagine you this? Imagine this. Solo takes the world championship, but Roman loses. Oh man, you you have a shift in the bloodline. Roman gets cocky, gets gets punted. But oh, and if oh God, if the Rock, if the Rock would win the, the <laughs> universe, if the Rock would win the universal title and Solo wins the world championship, ugh. Don't tell me I'm actually talking myself into this a little bit. 
You think people are mad now? Oh, that happens. They're gonna go. They're gonna go crazy. Oh, burn things down. It's gonna be insane. But I wouldn't be surprised with the if anything does happen like that. What I mean, Mark, talking about somebody else coming from another entity getting signed because we saw what happened at the Rumble, right? A lot of faces came back. A lot of faces came in. So I think it'll be interesting for sure. No matter what happens at the end of the day. I can't help but wonder too, Mark. You we talk about WrestleMania, and I know it is the the big event for the WWE the 40th WrestleMania, and in a lot of regards when we talk about it, it's almost as if it's the end-all, be-all, right? Like, all right, The Rock's going to get Roman, and Cody won't. But that doesn't necessarily mean Cody won't ever, and I think I mentioned it a little earlier on, like, what if WrestleMania is Rock versus Roman, and Roman beats The Rock, right? And then maybe set up something for SummerSlam, where Cody comes and takes on Roman then, and has the story of, you know, The Rock lost to Roman, but then Cody goes and gets the job done at SummerSlam. It could actually be turned. You know, it's a negative situation right now, but with the right uh, storyline, the right writing, it could turn into something positive beyond WrestleMania, which I think right now it's hard for anybody to look that far ahead in, in terms of the casual fan, but uh, you know, I think that's a possibility as well. Well, one thing that has been getting bounced around a little bit that I've seen on the rumor mill is that they're talking about Cody beating Seth, Roman winning, and then they unify the titles again at SummerSlam, which, you know, I, I, I'm i just like, well, why would you unify the titles? Because now you, you split the women's title up. So now you're going to put the men's titles back together, which, once again, doesn't make sense. So you did a reactionary thing, but you you're doing one thing in one division, one thing in another. And there, there you go. You got another issue that doesn't make any sense. It's you, you, you can't, when you're telling stories, you can't do something that, okay, you know, we're going to do this real quick. Okay. Well, let's do that. But you have to think down the road because then if you, if you do something that is going to create another problem or another two or three problems, it's not worth causing yourself the issues like i never liked that they split the championships any when they unified the titles in the first place because of all the other problems that came with it you know because then they just went back and they made another world championship and now look how they're treating that world championship roman just you know basically acted you know might as well have thrown it in the toilet the other night with that promo you know called it the loser's bracket you know, it's the number two. To, uh, it's, that's for everybody that I beat. You know, and and just made it sound like it was a garbage title. You know, and and that was you know, th- and put Seth Rollins down, and now you're going to send Cody after that, and it makes him look bad. You know, it, it it's, it's it's those little unintended consequences, and people are like, well, who cares about the story? But that's what it's all about. You know, it's not about guys just guys and women getting in a ring and doing moves. I mean, if it was just about that, you know, you might as well just go watch gymnastics, right? <laughs> am, am I wrong? Am oh I wrong? My God. No, no, you're not wrong. You know, if it was just about that, it would, you know, it's a, it's a gymnastics or a ballet competition. It's, it's an athletic soap opera, and that's what draws people in. It's the characters. It's the stories that they tell. That's what makes pro wrestling interesting to people. So if you're telling stories that don't make sense, it's like going in and watching a bad movie. You know, you don't want to watch a bad movie. If you're sitting there watching a movie and halfway through it, you're like, 
well, what happened? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't equal out. You know, this is this is dumb. You get up and you walk out. You don't want to. You don't want to have people get up and walk out. Think about what and you know. And Chad, you you as a WCW guy from the day, and and of course you know you the tail end of the Attitude Era in era in WWE would know this. What happened when they stopped making sense? What <laughs> yeah, happened? It all fall, it all just all fell apart and it fell apart real quick. Right. You can't you can't do that. And that balance is very very tight. You have to be careful. And it's like it's like a sweater when you have that that string that's hanging off. You can you got to be careful when you pull it. <laughs> you got to be much. careful when you pull it. Because if you pull it too hard the wrong way, the whole thing's going to unravel. So, yeah. you, you know, it's it, and that's the way pro wrestling works. It's the way pro wrestling works. Can so. I ask you a question? I know we have, you probably got to go to break soon, but we're talking about titles. Do you think I, I've been looking at this and I've been looking back and forth and reading stuff and just hearing from people? Do you believe that the intercontinental title has lost its relevancy? No, I think Gunther's made it very relevant again. I mean, the reign of Gunther has been amazing. I mean, whoever whoever finally is the one that takes it off of him is going to mm-hmm. get a huge, huge bump in value in WWE. And I don't know, I don't know who that's going to be. Maybe it's LA Knight. I mean, I, I like that. I really do. I think you give LA Knight that opportunity. Obviously, don't give him the WWE. I hear people oh, give him the WWE. Let him fight Roman. Let him do this. No. L.A. Knight will get there. I think he will eventually get there. Like he can probably be the face at one point. But that's a good one. I think him challenging Gunther for that Intercontinental Championship would be a great thing for him. And it's for, not just for him, but for WWE in general. Well, I th- and I think the plan was to have Gunther go against Brock, which uh, which right, everybody yeah. would have been drooling over to see that match. That would have been a great match, yeah. Yeah. But, well... Brock was a bad, you bad know, boy. So. Brock, Brock had other Brock had other plans. Yeah, apparently. But what do you? And I've been do? reading these text messages, man. O M G. I know a lot of this stuff is still allegedly, but if you guys haven't done your homework, go online. The text messages are very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go if you haven't read the lawsuit, go read it and try to make Thank sure you, you're, make sure you're not eating lunch while you're doing that. All right, well, we got to get one more break in, guys. Uh, Jose Vellante, Chad Holloway, I'm Mark Hoke here on the Mark Hoke Show. And once again, we do appreciate I know we had some, I I'm still have no idea what was going on. We know we lost the live stream, but we're having a terrific show and you know, breaking down everything that's been going on and bracing ourselves for a terrific week here in Las Vegas with the WWE Press Experience on Thursday, AEW Collision coming up. And we've got some great interviews that we're going to be doing. We'll talk about that when we come back. But we've got one more pair of tickets to give away to AEW Collision. That's right. We got another pair of tickets to give away. So give us a call uh, once uh, we hit the break, 702-257-5396, 702-257-5396. We'll take caller number 3, 702-257-5396. Saturday night, 4 p.m. at the Dollar Loan Center. You could be headed to AEW Collision with all the superstars of AEW. And even if you don't win, go buy your tickets anyway. But here's your chance to go for free, 702-257-5396. We'll be right back on the Mark Oak Show. Stick around.
1015 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back on The Mark Hoke Show and want to congratulate our other ticket winner for the day, and that is Gonzalo Cordova. Hey, Gonzalo. Felicidades. Friend of yours? No. Not good? <laughs> no, I just said, hey, you said Gonzalo. You know, I'm Hispanic. I got to speak Spanish. You got to give the guy representation there. What's wrong with Fair that, enough. You know? Nothing? <laughs> Nothing? Listen, no, you, know, are, are you implying something, Jose? No, no, not at all. Listen, not at all. Got, we yeah. love everybody. What are you talking yeah, about? You hothead. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I was a little hot. I was a little hot. What can I say? But we're having a great time today. Yeah. Today's amazing. It's a great show. I get to meet new people. I got a new friend here. I got my guy Chad. You know what can I say? I see he's got the poker shirt on, so I definitely got to talk poker with him down the road for sure. Absolutely. It's been fun to join you guys, especially right now with everything that's going on in the wrestling world. And it's just fortuitous for me, having just come out of like I've mentioned on the show already, the Jericho crew. So I've been. In the wrestling spirit, if you will, for for the better part of this last week, uh, and watching the Royal Rumble and all, all that, so this has been a lot of fun. Chad, what was the crazy? I need to ask you. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry, Chad, what was the craziest thing you saw on the cruise? Oh, the craziest thing that I saw on the cruise. Uh, one of the funnest things on it was this drunken spelling bee that they did. Oh, I wanted God. to get in on it, but they only gave away <laughs> to the first twenty five people, so I just had to watch. But it was fun because you had uh, four people on the panel. You know asking uh, the audience to spell these words and orange cassidy was part of that uh so that was just really cool to to sit and watch and uh, also the karaoke nights it was uh the pat patterson memorial karaoke nights every night of the cruise and it turned out to be like the hot spot where not only did us uh, sailors go but also a lot of the wrestlers came down and hung out and just to see some of them get up there and sing uh, was a lot of fun very cool uh- I also saw that the Big Show was a part of this. Am I correct when it comes to that? And I kind of saw him coming down, walking into the ring. I mean, the guy looks like he's hurting, Chad. What did you see, man? Like, I get it. He's the Big Show. He still has a following. But it looked like he was in a lot of pain walking down to that ring. Yeah, you know, Paul White was the guest of honor, if you will, the big name uh, on the ship, even though there were plenty of them, a lot of meet and greets and and things like that. He did a live show of the Talk is Jericho podcast. um, And... He did wrestle in that uh, the final event, but you're right. He definitely was moving a little slow, a little gingerly. Uh, looks like he's got some, you know, some pain, whether that's joint pain or or what have you. But he also is 51 years old, and it's yeah. it's common for uh, you know folks of his stature and his size to have a lot of aches and pains uh, as they get older. So I still appreciated him getting in the ring. He certainly wasn't as flexible as he was you know back in his prime but he got in there did what he could and uh, certainly gave us a show nice well there you go hey uh wanted to take a second real quick and we want to give our best to good old jr so jim ross of course uh, doing commentary for aew uh but he underwent uh, cancer surgery and apparently was successful he had uh cancer on his right hip and underwent a procedure on February 1st, said he's doing okay, everything's all good, so JR, you know, unfortunately continues to deal with that cancer issue, but 
He was actually supposed Love to be. JR. He was supposed to be on the Jericho cruise. He was one of the guests that I was most looking forward to meeting. I had a couple of his books I was taking with to hopefully have him sign them. But uh, you know, as you said, Mark, he he's experienced some health issues, had to pull out, and and that's certainly understandable. Yeah. So good old Jr. Take it easy, buddy. Boy, I'll tell you what though, this is going to be a loaded week coming up. Uh, going to the WWE press experience, which boy, if there's going to be a we want Cody chant, I think. I don't know what, what else is going to happen there. But also going to be doing some AEW interviews. because They're going to be down at uh, Radio Row and stuff for the NFL experience. But I know I will be interviewing Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, and the acclaimed for sure. So we're going to have a jam-packed show next week here on the Mark Hoke Show. I think we're going to be doing a little emergency I don't want to say emergency, just an extra fun show over uh, either Friday night or Saturday before we head into the uh, regular show on Sunday, which will be Super Bowl Sunday. So before all your craziness for the game, tune in to us on Super Bowl Sunday. Should be a great time. Chad, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank uh, Doc Chris Mueller for joining us under a little crazier circumstances, but had a lot of fun with Doc. And uh, Jose Volante, of course, thank you as well. Yes, sir. But a lot of fun here on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Guys, then, of course, uh, you know we'll be back on a live stream next week. We'll figure out uh, who screwed up one of my settings in the computer. We'll get it right. We'll get it right. Yeah, it's all good. Right. But follow us on Twitter, X, at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show, and uh, MarkHokeShow.com, YouTube, the Mark Hoke Show. Just... just the Mark Hoke Show. It's pretty simple. It's all you got to do. And, of course, you got Chad at Chad A. Holloway, Jose at Jose underscore Volante. And uh, just check us out because it is going to be a wild, wild week here in Las Vegas. I'm sure there's going to be a lot to see from our team. Guys, we'll see you next week here on the Mark Hoke Show. And, Kaylin, don't forget to download that Aussie app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. If you missed any part of the show, you can always rewind it there, too, and it's MarkHokeShow.com podbean.com for all of our podcasts. See you next time on the Mark Oak Show, everybody. Have a good one. See you. Want more of the Mark Oak Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show. Like us on Facebook at the Mark Oak Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.